0: Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast, and uh, another exciting night tonight. We were just joking, Callie, before we came live on air that um, it kind of feels like we've become the uh, the musicians show, uh, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was telling Justin before we started that the cool thing for me in the podcasting deal is that I get to talk to people that can do things I can't, um, and the best thing that I play is my iPhone. Um, so <laughs> you have a is, guitar. I do. Um, don't currently know where it's at it's Um, upstairs somewhere it's uh it's kind of my you know my good buddy brandon allman always says he wants to buy it off of me so it's kind of like my my retirement i guess not that it's worth enough for me to retire on but i'm just holding out because at some point i'm gonna i'm gonna learn how to play it so all right before we uh we introduce justin here and we get in let's uh thank our sponsors looking for a new tattoo Looking for a professional piercer to add to your body art? There's no reason to drive to Indy or Louisville. Just visit Beauty from Ashes Tattoo Parlor in Crothersville, Indiana. Beauty from Ashes is located just past the Dollar General on Highway 31. Stop in and check out the amazing work done by all four artists at the shop each artist has a unique and personal style but all do amazing work the shop is family friendly so don't hesitate to bring your kids or loved ones with you when you stop by to get some ink check out all the artists work on their facebook page and book an appointment today with either kyle martha billy or lily you won't be disappointed beauty from Mashes tattoo parlor crothersville indiana we've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy. 812-372-4483 at extension 2447 or look him up on facebook at tommy taylor indiana farm bureau insurance don't be another horror story stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number trust tommy taylor today miller's termite and pest control is the only place you need to look for pest control don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies reach out to someone who cares about you they can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore n underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. And I just do want to say here personally, you know, thank you to all of those sponsors. Um, I can say personally that I know that a lot of celebrities say this, so I'm not trying to put myself in celebrity status. But <laughs> all three of those sponsors truly are people that we use their services. Right. I mean, Miller's takes care of our house. Um, since we have had them uh, spray, we have seen no bugs. Yeah, um, it's about time for him to come back out again. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Taylor is our family's insurance agent and covers all of our insurance needs. And Kyle McIntosh at Beauty from Ashes Tattoo Parlor is my personal tattoo artist. So all three of those are people that we have services from. Uh, the tattoo studio is probably one that you wish I used a little less than what I do. Yeah, but you
1: use it um, more than me.
0: Yes, much, <laughs> much more. Uh, so, so I do want to bring in our guest tonight, and it is uh, Justin Underwood from Justin Underwood and the Sodbusters. And uh, Justin, man, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. If you want to, pull that mic up just a little bit closer to you there. There you go. That works. That's better. And uh, so, Justin, I, I kind of always start with this with musicians, because um, again, like I said, it's it's something I don't have much ability to do, but where did you get this love for music, and where, where did it come from?
2: Um, I mean, it started as early as... My mom's got an old home video of me, about two years old, and I was... Uh, jumping around crazy running around the house dancing to Billy Ray Cyrus's Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh from then on I was always really intrigued by it. I'd sit in my room by myself and listen to, you know, we had this old CD and it was like, you ever see those Drew's Ultimate Hits like at Walmart or something? Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, but it was like frat rock of the 80s or something. <laughs> and it had Freebird on it and it had uh, some Peter Frampton and I was always really intrigued with mostly the guitar and then you know ironically later i was a drummer first but then thought i'd pick up the guitar so
0: cool so so you started out on the drums yeah. and what i guess what led you to the drums
2: well we'd uh at that time I, I was really interested in football in school and so we'd go to the high school football games and uh what was his name he was named sean he played the quads i can't remember his name in the drum line of the band okay and uh, i was always really fascinated watching him play and the whole everything being in sync and i thought when i got to sixth grade i didn't want to be in band because there's always that band nerd (laughs) label and so i didn't do it the first trimester and then when the second one came i said okay i want to do band but i want to play drums and my mom's first cousin is the band director and so he let me choose what i wanted to do and so i got in it there uh, I think mom bought me a drum set around that time and I would annoy her at night <laughs> playing that in my room and I played that all the way through high school till I got uh, my senior year they have that Mr. BCHS contest mm-hmm. and I thought well I can't drum and win that so because I, they already know you can yeah everybody's already seen me do that yeah I was like well I need to pick up the guitar and see if I can try to sing a little bit so i didn't that's kind of cool yeah
1: interesting and,
0: and i'll be honest that's <clears throat> i love that you tell the story about the drum line because <clears throat> before coming to jennings county i was in evansville and you know and, and it, not to like go back to the movie drum line but <clears throat> like drum lines in the city are a huge deal Oh yeah, and they actually the drum line led our football team out onto the field and the the tricks they could do and the beats mm-hmm. they could play that was like the coolest thing like i would always laugh i would catch myself paying attention here i'm a coach i'm getting ready to coach this game but i'm really paying attention to the drum line because yeah. they're they're getting it man and that was always so cool
2: the work they put into it is really awesome oh yeah. this product is unbelievable yeah
0: and and i was never a guy that was in band um we had to hire a new band director this year at the high school i'm at so i actually went to band camp with them and to kind of evaluate some of the the candidates and went through some of the stuff and i was i was blown away i mean like mm-hmm. i i even growing up and that's why i told some of the kids i said i've not watched a whole lot of band performances because i was either playing and in the locker room at halftime right or in, even in my adult life i've been coaching and i was in the locker room at halftime so yeah. i said these were some of the first times i really got to you know learn what the band could do and uh, you know it, there is that stigma there but i'm gonna tell you what there's some talented talented cats that are in yeah. high school marching bands so so you make this move to guitar for Mr. BCHS. Have you, had you been playing guitar prior to that?
2: I had got one given to me as a gift, and I learned like three chords on it, but I didn't really dive into it a whole lot. But then when I decided I wanted to do the contest, I was like, okay, I need to learn a song. So I really was fascinated with Keith Whitley's version of When You Say Nothing at All. You know, in the you know, being a '90s kid, you always heard the Allison Krauss version. Mm-hmm. But when I heard a man do it, I was like, "Oh, that's cool! I can do that song now." So I learned that and did it, and I don't know. There's probably 400 people in that auditorium, yeah. And, and it was just me and the guitar, and first real time playing in front of people, and I shook like a leaf and uh- <laughs> thought I did horrible. I ended up winning it, but. I don't know how, because, I mean, I sounded like I was probably having a heart attack <laughs> yeah. up on the stage. But.
0: That's amazing, you know, how different um, different versions of songs can sound. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was listening to the radio this morning, and they were talking about uh, Joe Cocker's version of Need a Little Help for My Friends. And talking yeah. about, here's a guy that took a Beatles song and redid it, and... His version, his cover version, is probably better than the original Beatles version, yep. and it's amazing. You know, when you start digging into some of these songs, I mean, we were talking the other day. You go back to, um, you know, Tennessee whiskey. I mean, that that song. There's so many people now that have no idea that that's not one of his originals,
2: and that it doesn't even resemble what the it original used to at all. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's totally changed. So that's a that's a really really cool deal. So. So then you win Mr. BCHS. Is that kind of when you decided, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna make yeah. the full jump to guitar?
2: Yep. And I mean, from then on, I still played drums in the praise team at church mm-hmm. because I was the only one that knew how. <laughs> and occasionally when the uh, worship leader was gone, I'd fill in and play guitar, and then I would bring in somebody I knew to play uh-huh. drums for me. So I got to fill in some playing guitar there. But then once I started after Mr. BCHS, I... My mom can tell you, I sat for three and four hours a night playing along with all kind of my favorite tunes on a computer. She bought this brand new Dell computer, and I pretty much hijacked it. And <laughs> every CD I had, I ripped to that oh, yeah. Windows Media Player, and I would just play for hours. And it kind of took off from there. Then I got an electric one and thought, once I learned these acoustic parts, I want to try to learn some of these lead parts. So then I did it even more. I mean, it was like every night. that
0: that's so and that's you know a lot of the things that we've talked to people about and you know kids today I I I think sometimes miss the boat because you know anything you're really good at takes so much time and effort to be really good at and I think kids today sometimes if they're not really good at it the third time they do it and 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 I'm guilty too that's part of the reason with guitar I have never had the time to invest to sit down and just Mm -hmm. learn to play and yeah I'm I, I'm not I've not done that so the, to hear that the amount of time it took you to continually learn that is pretty amazing
2: it does it, it, I mean it takes you have to have a desire to do it and you it has yeah. to be fun mm-hmm. while you're doing it. if you're not having fun you're not doing yourself any favors so you know me just I just thought it was the neatest thing that I could play something somebody else did and I thought okay I'm really doing something now so
1: so was that and that was that the first time that you had sang in front of someone too
2: one time when i was in probably i'm gonna say fifth grade maybe my mom made me sing at church and i, <laughs> oh, that's that, why I didn't know
1: if you had sang at church I before that or anything
2: pre-puberty boy voice oh yeah, yeah the cracking yeah. and oh man it was awful <laughs> it was something i think it was something on mother's day and i got nominated to sing
1: <laughs> it's one of those it's mother's church. day so it's like if your mom wants you to do it it's like oh my god
0: Yeah, i was like well i gotta do it but man that was miserable <laughs> So, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, is your mother musical as well? But she's, it sounds like she has honestly pushed you, or I don't know if I want to say push, but encouraged you in yeah. this a lot. She is,
2: she's been my number one fan forever.
0: I mean, and she bought you a drum she, set. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm fighting against a drum set ever coming on the property right now. So,
2: now, she doesn't play anything. She can sing better than she lets on. Mm-hmm. But uh, my dad he was which i never really met him until i was probably 16 or so but he is very musical really so he, he plays guitar and sings pretty much just like i do and so i inherited that honest <laughs> and it's been fun it, it makes you cool at all the bonfires and parties you go to, oh yeah you know? i'm oh, sure 100%. <laughs> Which I 100 mean,
1: it might kind of i mean like be cool in one part but then sometimes you may want to like just want to chill and everybody's like come on see you know i mean but it's well, cool yeah. it's cool to have that friend that it's like i don't have to do it but i can hear somebody else it do turned it, you know?
2: into like i used to play out at slab road a lot before mm-hmm. kind of before Forrest even got serious with uh, playing a lot mm-hmm. i think he used to just sit around a little bit and pick but I you know i had already taken the jump to yeah i really want to right do this and out there i got to a point thinking i think these on these guys only love me for my yeah. guitar <laughs> that's the only reason
0: <laughs> Well I laugh when I was in high school I had a good butt and he's gotten way way better he's much much more talented now but in high school I mean he was learning and he really only had like three songs down but I think every bonfire we listen to those three songs like a hundred times a night it'd be like <laughs> it'd be like hey play that again play that again and it's like we listened to the same three songs, but it was just so cool to sit and listen to him, and everybody would sing along. But it was kind of the same deal. I always, yeah. I always felt for him. He's like, as soon as he'd pull up to something, and be like, "Hey, dude, you got your guitar? Yeah. get it out." <laughs> yeah, and that's
2: what they say when you're ready to start. And the <laughs> longest I ever little played little out there, they made me do it for eight hours one time. Oh my. Oh my goodness. goodness. I mean, we we went till like four in the morning, and I couldn't talk the next day. I couldn't oh yeah. touch nothing with my left hand. But it was fun while yeah. we were doing it. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, and then, um, <laughs> obviously, you played in in the hi, high school band. Did you also, yeah. did, were you in some, like, garage bands or your own band any in, during high school? No. The only, uh, the first band I ever joined was about three years ago. Really? So, kind of, where did you go from Mr. BCHS and finish that up your senior year and, and then join in a band three years ago? Where, where's the, the process there?
2: I stayed, I, I stayed mostly. I played in church a lot. So, I guess if you counted that as a yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I always did an acoustic country thing, either with Buddies, and then, you know, there... I don't know, it's probably been five years ago now, but Mason Fleetwood at Blondie's would have me in some. Uh Uh-huh. And John at Blake's Place would have me come play some. And after that, they shut it down because they got in trouble for having live music. And apparently there's... I don't know if it's... I'm probably going to be incorrect saying this, if it's ASCAP or what, but somebody with copyright laws or something shut them down because i guess you have to pay this association a fee every year to have like a band music because they're making money on it you're making money on them Hmm. being there and bringing a crowd so everybody that's big time has to get a cut out of that i guess wow so after that
0: we better be careful with all the guys we've got (laughs) coming on and playing
1: yeah, because we're not paying anybody.
0: <laughs> well, it, but I will say this was crazy last week, and I was telling the guys that were on with Sounds of Summer, but they sang "Surfer Girl" here a yeah. cappella, or not a cappella, but all together. Um, when I posted that to YouTube, YouTube hit it that it was the Beach Boys, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh my gosh! I mean, this was a <laughs> a, a live performance here, but it YouTube yeah. picked up on it right away they It was take like, it serious? Yeah, absolutely.' Yeah. So, so that I mean, and that's. <laughs> I hate that, I know it's not the, the artists that, that push that yeah. because it's not the artist that's getting that cut. It's some executive yeah. somewhere. Yep, right. Um, but, you know, that's what that's what kills that, you know, those up-and-coming guys. I mean, you look at all of those that you talk about, some of the great cover songs. They were done when they were coming up and making yeah. something their own and learning that process, so I, I hate to hear that. So,
2: yeah, so it was y- unfortunate, but, you know, one thing leads to another, and eventually, you know, I did get a shot at being in a band with, you, would you ever, Did you ever see Lawless play back in the day? Oh, I think so. I,
1: I, I, I mean, I know that you were a part of that. Those I remember guys, seeing it on well, Facebook. I was a
2: part of the, after Lawless, we st- we had a Christian rock band. Okay. And I played with those guys from Lawless. We had a Christian group that we, we actually played around, at, you know, different churches and stuff. I mean, I think the farthest we probably went was somewhere maybe in Brown County. Okay. North Vernon, we played over North Vernon some. Um, but we wrote our own songs there and we we did have a CD mm-hmm. and eventually you know bands bands come and go <laughs> members come and go I ended up breaking up and then as soon as that was over I was like you know I still want to do something and I've yeah. always had this desire to do a country band so I thought what a great opportunity this is the right time to try it so here I am and it's been going good so far I haven't heard any bad things yet
0: <laughs> so. Do you guys write your own music in, Justin Underwood and the sidebusters? Have you, have you put together some songs?
2: Yeah, I've, uh, I've been the only one writing so far. My, I've talked to my acoustic player, who's one of my best friends, about trying to collaborate a little bit. We just haven't done it. Mm-hmm. And so far, I think I've got three, I think, no, two that I've been consistently playing, two more that I'm about to start incorporating into the show.
0: How do you make that decision when you think it's ready to to put in a show?
2: Well, the one, which one I'll play for you, or probably both, the two that I'm consistently doing, those just kind of came. I just had a thought and sat down, wrote them, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, had the words. And usually when I can do, when I get the words in my head, I've got the music in my head as well. I can usually remember, that's one of my weaknesses is I can't remember words all the time, but I can remember a note. And I can always hear something melody-wise, maybe not the right words. Usually I get pretty frustrated coming up with words for songs. And if I try to force it, forcing words does not work for me.
0: Well, and I think that's, I think Forrest even talked a little bit about that when he was on, talking about with, you know, working with other guys is, you know, you can write a line and it sounds, it just doesn't fit. You know it doesn't fit. And somebody else looks at it, and within fifteen yeah. seconds, they're like, "We'll just say it like this," and it's saying the same thing, but it just flows. And that—that's what it, it amazes me. You guys' ability to do that. When I've listened to interviews with other musicians, you know what you just said is what I hear all the time. I've constantly got this this melody in my head, this tune in my head. You know, I listened to—I um, uh, forget who it even was now—and but on the Howard Stern show, and they were talking about <clears throat> different sounds, even in um the world you know it was i know who it was, was mark uh, ronson uh that oh. does a lot of bruno mars stuff okay. and talking about some of the beats and and things he's created he goes i can hear a car horn honk with you know this melody i got and he's like that's now i've got it i know where i'm going with it so it's amazing to me to see guys like you that have that um ability right. because i don't <laughs> I, I just truly I, I i could sit here for days on end and never come up with a melody or a song yeah
2: it's it's a struggle it's not one of my strong suits probably i need more practice at it really well I mean, that's what i
1: was gonna ask i mean i i would say i mean you probably get better maybe the more you do i mean you know you just kind of that flow comes and then it i mean yeah, i like don't know
2: I've, I've written more than i even said a second ago but i don't even count those first ones because they're so horrible to me <laughs> i, I the, the longer i've done it the better they've mm-hmm. got. And I think if I would just try to do, you know, if i try to write a song a week or something, you, it would have to help you. Yeah. But when you work a yeah. full-time job yeah. and you have other things going on, and, you know, especially now, you try to prepare for a gig on the weekend. Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys that are doing this that are big time, you know, they're riding on a bus for
0: mm-hmm. hours, hours. on end, yeah.
2: And then they're waiting two or so three that... hours before a show. And... Yeah.
1: Well, and they're riding on a bus with some of their other you know guys in their band you know to where it's yeah. like they can all kind of bounce ideas or like you said i mean help each other out with some of it too and that's probably. what's
2: frustrating to me like i i know i could collaborate but i don't know enough people that are really into songwriting yeah. i've got plenty of material just from life yeah that's happened to yeah. me but i can't put it all into song yet right, I, right. it'll happen yeah but I, yeah. i've tried multiple times to write one I lost uh, my younger brother probably s- i think it's seven years ago now has it been that long wow and i yeah. have tried two and three times to write a song yeah. for him and i can't get one i like yeah
0: someday and, it'll happen oh yeah but, yeah and i think those you know those songs are i'm assuming are probably the toughest to write but also yeah. when you get it it's probably going to be one of your best that you'll write. yeah
2: that's that's a what i figure too like blake shelton he he's not even much of a songwriter but that one he did with miranda lambert that mm-hmm. over you about his brother yeah i yeah. mean i was like 20 some years or so after his brother's right. accident, and i'm thinking well maybe someday yeah I'll, I'll get it but yeah
0: i do want to give a shout out here hopefully he's still on as uh, cody eichard uh, logged in here and uh you know cody eichard and the sidewinders and uh you know shout out to him i appreciate you always listening brother and uh uh for anybody watching uh, cody's gonna be back on here and uh probably the next month or so we're gonna get something worked out to get him back on so shout out to him talking a little music but uh justin do you want to go ahead and kind of break this up here and play one here and then uh sure. we can come back and uh talk a little bit more
2: yeah i tuned a second ago but i forgot this uh first one i'm gonna do i needed to tune a string down so bear you're fine we get to hear the process yeah <laughs> And i'm weird i use you know what harmonics are a little bit like there's that and then i don't know it seems to be more accurate so usually when i tune people are looking at me like like a dog would you know if you heard a funny noise <laughs> all right uh, this one i'm going to do i've been doing every show since i released it really i mean i don't have a record or anything but i've released it out to the public to be able to hear it and uh, my cousin is a truck driver and i wrote this it was really what inspired it was he posts a lot to facebook when he's trucking about yeah. things that are going on on the road and i thought yeah we need another trucker anthem so i love it i called uh, <laughs> i called this rolling down the road 2 30 in the morning And I'm rolling down Southbound 65 1,500 miles And bloodshot eyes And a couple hot cups of coffee By my side Sometimes I get to wishing I didn't do this for a living But it's who I am And I damn sure love the ride It takes a man with some patience and a famous reputation For running long and hard both day and night You gotta be tough and a little rough And it's a damn good thing to be proud of It's in my heart and my soul So I'll keep this big rig rolling down the road Don't ever get a good night's rest Ain't got a whole lot of time to waste Gotta get this load to Tucson And be back home by sundown on Friday Still many miles to go Gotta keep those bears off my back door Eighteen wheels rollin' with my boot mashed to the floor. Cause it takes a man with some patience and a famous reputation for running long and hard both day and night. You gotta be tough and a little rough, and it's a damn good thing to be proud of. It's in my heart and my soul. I'll keep this big rig rolling down the road It takes a man with some patience and a famous reputation For running long and hard both day and night You gotta be tough and a little rough And it's a damn good thing to be proud of It's in my heart and my soul So I'll keep this big rig rolling down the road Keep his big rig rolling down the road.
0: That was awesome.
1: That was good. I like, I like it. it.
0: That was awesome. And it, I think the cool thing is and to touch on, you know, what you just said with writing about things that your life. And and that's, you know, with Colt on here and Forrest and all these guys. What I love about it is I, when I listen to today's country music, and that's a whole nother show. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and, but when I listen to today's country music, that's what's missing. And there's, I mean, because let's be honest, today's country music is more pop than it really is country. But when you go back to some of those songs in the 90s and when you go back mm-hmm. even farther in, in yeah. rock music and country music, those were those were their anthems. I mean, when you talk about Skinner, man, that they were singing about oh, – yeah the southern man's plight and you know what they were going through and that's what i love about hearing you play that is that's a song that you have a connection to you know you talk about your cousin and and right. you know that that trucker mentality so that was awesome thank you
1: how long ago has have you written that um
2: let's see probably a couple months now okay maybe
1: so i mean that's that's a fairly recent one then
2: yeah and i mean i would say you know what i do when i now with the band I, I don't have fancy recording stuff. Right. Do you guys have iPhones or... Yeah. What? They have the GarageBand app. Oh, yeah. And I will sit and I'll play, you know, every part of it and put it in a rough recording and the vocals sound horrible going through an iPhone, but <laughs> it's enough to, you know, take the practice, say, hey, guys, this, this is, is what I'm looking for. Oh, and cool. And the finished product ends up sounding a lot like what I had in mind. So it's it's been cool getting to do that and i've done that with probably everyone i've done but they're going well or it's doing well live out of places we've been playing people especially have had a lot of truckers come just to hear (laughs) that one
0: yeah and i know there's obviously a you know there's a cost to everything in life um oh yeah have you looked into you know maybe doing some recording of some of these songs and getting them out i would like to um i'd like to have more originals to put on
2: it that i feel truly right you know, right solid to about. be able to put them mm-hmm. because i you know i've watched other interviews with like colt and forrest and you know they talk about you get maybe half a song wrote yeah and you can't ever finish it yeah i've got a bunch like that too yeah. i think that's just something every songwriter probably yeah i'm has. sure that's mm-hmm. true yeah and then you, you may get one finished but it might not be exactly what you want and come back to it a year later or so so i've got some that i could mess with but I'd like to see if I could get maybe a few more new ones done and do like, I don't know, five, six song EP just yeah. to start
0: yeah, and then maybe work toward getting a bigger project put together. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. So let's let's transition here. You kind of touched on it a little bit at the beginning, but who are those big influences for you? When, you, when you're when you writing a song, who are those big musical influences that come back in for you?
2: Um, I'd say Waylon Jennings probably to start. Mm-hmm. He was... Uh, he he was very good at playing guitar, especially for the time or the era that he was playing in. And it was cool that you know he played a little bit of lead and sang too, and wrote songs. And so that's somebody I really would connect with. And that's a
0: that's a great point because even though I do love old school country, when you go back and look at some of the the guitar in that, it's it's not real complicated. Waylon was really the one that kind of pushed that. Yeah, a he was little like a bit.
2: pioneer of that. You know, adding a little bit of mm-hmm. grunge to the country and i'm sure people some people probably hated him that were you know big i don't know george jones hank williams fans especially yes which which is uh, funny
0: because when you look at hank williams senior versus hank williams junior there's that transition right there man (laughs) junior junior had that that edge to him the whole time so yeah
2: Yeah, probably Waylon. i like cash i don't i mean a lot of people like cash it's hard to (laughs) go wrong with his sound it's just cool nobody's ever I don't, to me no one's ever come close to duplicating his voice and the way his band meshed together and,
0: and the way he changed over I mean that and I know some people don't like it but that Rick Rubin album you know before his death when when he if you'd have told me he's one of the, the Mount Rushmore of classic country he still sounded great but yeah. he, he transformed so many times and could do so much stuff he just he's mind blowing so all right so we got cash we got waylon
2: well one of my all-time favorites and he's still out there I amazing mean, cody jinx he's probably top two probably i'm a huge jinx fan hmm.
0: you know and that is the cool thing we've talked a little bit with cold and with forrest and um cody eichard when he was on and you guys that's the one thing i, I pick on today's country music a lot and and it i think it's fair but there is really, really good classic country music, and you know that has the spirit of our times in it. When you talk yeah. about Cody Jinks, when you talk about, um, you know, uh, Sturgill Simpson, um, who else am Marty I thinking? Morgan. Whitey Morgan, Morgan in the '78s, um, Tyler Childers. I mean, there are yeah. some great groups out there. Uh, to go find it you just have to go find it yeah yeah i mean you, you just can't get it
2: on the radio or at no. least not around here i've yeah. heard some people say you know that cody jinks has a big i mean a fan club called the flockers and on there there's people talk about him being on the radio in texas but we just don't have that around here and you know you're used to this florida georgia line yeah pop country stuff going on and i only listen to the radio when there's no other option. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I do, too, and I'll be the first. And and Brandon Allman just said Jamie Johnson. I agree with that one, too. Jamie, that's one I left off. Uh, Jamie Johnson, for sure. Um, You know, I don't listen to the radio very often, either. And and I'll be the first to admit, there's some, you know, there's some pop country songs that that I think have a catchy beat that that I'm okay with, because that's what they're made to do. There's some pop songs that I I like, Uh, Mm -hmm. but... Overall, it just it's so saturated. It is so it, it cracks me up because I laugh today about pop country. It's everything because I grew up a hip hop fan too. It's everything my mom used to make fun of of rap music about. They talk about the same things all the time. It's the same yeah. three things, and I listened to country today, and I'm like, that's all they talk about too. It oh, is yeah. the same yeah. three things. It's a formula uh that they plug in things just to make music. It is not that heartfelt thing that, well, that we see.
1: Well, I mean, like in. I mean, you don't hear, like, like you made this trucker anthem. I mean, like, you don't hear stuff like that on the radio today. No. I mean, like, I mean, unless you're talking about, you know, some of the artists, like, that you guys have talked about, Tyler Childers and those kind of things. I mean, you don't hear a lot of that because it's not one of those, like, two or three things that you hear on the radio.
0: No, when you listen to Tyler Childers sing a song like, like Cole, that, that he's talking yeah. about his father yeah. and what he did in West Virginia, that's got a whole different feel than a florida georgia line song that we just pulled out together and we're gonna we're gonna list the major and major things that people think are country um mm-hmm. and the funny right. thing too about that is it, that cracks me up a lot of their songs don't even make sense they just throw things in there to make oh, yeah. them rhyme <laughs>
2: that's something that gets it out quick you know so they can get a little more money in uh, it to me so they can it's put it. Pop. They can put it
1: on that album to get it out. You know, again, oh, yeah. so they can. I mean, like they they just want to turn quickly.
2: You know, it's like it's pop country, but it's pop, but it's bad pop. It, it's, it's not yeah. even good pop. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And you know, one thing that really hit me one time: Jason Aldean's drummer, Rich Redman, fascinating drummer. They put those stupid snap tracks or whatever they are behind it and i'm like why would you want to do that it takes away from your talent yeah right you're cutting out part of your job i mean if if that's the case we'll just listen to some automated drum track yeah all the time and be done with it
0: well and it amazes me with set it up with some of these guys that you know some of these pop country guys their bands are extremely talented when they go play live but when they're in the studio, they use these sampled tracks to go play. And I'm like, go take your whole band in the studio, and and do it that way. That that you've got a sound there. And 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 even in the pop, there are some. Eric Church, I think, still does it the right way. Um, yeah, he's just went weird almost, but it's not pop. <laughs> he he he's got. I think he's always just looking to push it a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah, I you think you.
2: He's I like he's kind of
0: like an outlaw guy. So. Yeah, he yeah. he's he's kind of that guy that I think did what he had to do to get to the the radio and i think he's got it down he is kind of i think he i think he's one that kind of going back to cash i'm going to see how far i can push it because yeah. when are you going to tell me i'm i'm yeah, done uh,
2: you know every every album he releases i think it can't get any weirder than his last one and then he sure sure enough he does it and you know listening to him on I I usually use Spotify. Oh, yeah. yeah. But just listening to him in the car, I don't really care for him. But when I see videos of him doing those songs he does live, they do seem to be energetic. And, you know, it's good for the entertainment aspect for sure.
0: I do want to say, um, first of all, Desiree Steinkamp said she introduced her students to Coulter Wall on Friday, and they were mind blown by how different that country sounded than what they heard on the radio. Also, Brandon Allman said a huge shout out to you, Justin, for coming in to talk to the middle school um, FCA and play a few songs for them. The kids really appreciated it and loved you. And then, yeah, that was fun. Cool. Matt Lamar said, "Country needs more outlaws, not people playing only what producers wanting them to play." And I, I agree with that hundred yeah. yeah. percent. And, and you know, it was funny. I was watching the the Bristol NASCAR race and today, and they talked about Bristol, Tennessee, being the home of truly country music because it's where the the recording started there but you know we talk about nashville but bristol was really where yeah. it started and you think about where bristol's located you've got west virginia you've got North yeah. Bur- you got a lot of those you know outlaw type people that are coming together there and that's really what you are missing is guys that you know weren't in it for a dollar they were in it to you know to to survive but not to make multi-millions of dollars right. They're doing it because they love it absolutely yeah. oh yeah absolutely and that's what you know that's why for me I love having you guys in here and getting to go watch you guys play because you guys are doing it because you love it and it's and it's something that you're passionate about it's not oh my gosh I gotta go to Topeka Kansas this weekend to play a show that I don't even remember what town I'm in when I when I get on stage you know it is a passion for you I mean I I i love you before we came on talking about some of the the locations you played in and man we really like this one and this yeah. is so much fun and, you know to see local live music is pretty special
2: it is and it, it does need support you know we're all oh, trying yeah. out we're all just out there trying to have a good time yeah and, you never know. The sky's the limit with music. I mean, yeah. a lot of people may like it. And it takes that support at the local level to get you to the next one. Oh, level. yeah,
0: absolutely. And the, and there's good and bad. We've talked about on some of the other ones, you know, with, with technology today. It gives you guys an outlet to be seen more. Yeah. I mean, you know, 50, 60 years ago, we wouldn't even be able to do this. We'd be at the mercy of, you know, the radio stations. Yeah. And, and there was corruption back then, too. You had to slip oh, the money yeah. to the DJ to make sure you got your stuff played. And so there is ability to get yourself out there more often um, through social media. But on the flip side, on the other hand, it's also encouraged a lot of people who shouldn't be putting out stuff to put stuff out. So, oh, yeah. you, again, it's out there. Good music's out there. You just have to, to wade through a little bit to yeah, find and it's it.
2: Usually those guys that are out, they're more worried about touring and getting their music out there the yeah. hard way, doing the hard work. That That's where you're going to find the best quality music to me.
0: And, and I'll say, kind of to, to back you up on what you just said, if if you're not out going to local live music, you really are missing out. And, and yeah. I know that sometimes I hear people say, I don't like the bar scene, I don't like this, I don't like that. You don't have to go in, you know... To drink, I mean, you can go in and and I'm going to tell you right now, you know, the thirsty sportsman's right down here. We eat the food all the time. The oh, food yeah. is tremendous oh, down there.
1: Yeah,
0: go in and have dinner and and listen to some of the live music. Um, you know, it's something my wife and I have always liked doing since we've been together, and it's yeah. This area has a ton of live music options. And, oh yeah, uh, very yeah. excited. I just saw uh, in the newspaper this week that Brown County, the the Little natural Opry House, yeah. is going to be reopened by wintertime so yeah, I'm that's to see that that's cool that's a huge uh you know plus that's coming back so yeah. but but get out and see these guys that you know you just can't imagine how much fun it is to watch you know these local live acts and what they're doing because the talent is unreal in this area
2: oh there is there's a lot out there and a lot of people dying for a crowd to be able to play to absolutely yeah. it does make a difference when you're yeah. playing to nobody it, it
0: Talk about that a little bit because I would think that has got to be you know, um, extremely tough when you've got a crowd that's either disinterested or just there's not anybody there. Yeah,
2: yeah, we see we see that. I mean, I try to incorporate in you know when you got to play four hours, you got to do a bunch of covers. So yeah. I tried to pick ones that would get people up dancing and really yeah. engaging with me and the band on stage. And there's usually a good decent amount of people that'll dance and stuff and have a really good time there's also people that would be like i would if i was going to listen to somebody i'd just sit there and listen
0: yeah that's that's me i'm I'm gonna pull up a chair in the back in the corner where i've got a good view of the band and i'm gonna watch and i'm probably singing along at the table but
2: and i see people you know doing that or they're just sitting there they're having a drink they're bobbing their head oh Yeah. yeah that means a lot i
1: was gonna say i think that i mean like obviously i'm never on stage but i think that would be yeah i mean at yeah. least you you know they're they're listening and they seem to be enjoying themselves yeah, If they're, i mean i mean that is
2: they have an appreciation for what you're doing yeah
1: yeah
0: and i'm gonna assume that i probably know this answer but from what you've done in the past with all the stuff you played at church and mr bchs and the band was there any learning curve to interacting with the crowd there i mean because as the front man you got to kind of be able to you know, talk to them and and get them going and things like that.
2: Yeah, well, the you know, I heard, I heard Colt talking about on his when he was in here talking about he has trouble talking while he's on stage, and I've never had that issue. I've always liked public speaking and mm-hmm, stuff, yeah. and I'm a I'm also an auctioneer. Yeah, and you know, we have to get up and you know talk about certain things, and I've I've never been embarrassed to speak in front of people. So you know, I'll get up and I'll crack jokes in between yeah. songs or something or. You know, I introduce somebody or a, a song dedicated to somebody or something like that. Yeah. You know, while we're playing, if I got time, I mean, playing lead guitar and singing, you don't have a lot of time <laughs> to think about something yeah. you're going to do. But if it does hit me in the middle of a song, I'll, you know, try to do something to engage the crowd a little bit.
0: But yeah. And I would think the auctioneering part, you know, I know some people probably think the actual calling of the auction, but... I've been to a lot of auctions and the best thing the best auctioneers what they do is they make you want that box of crap yeah. that you didn't think you yeah. wanted because they sell it to you or they combine it. So the the ability yeah. to talk up the item is yeah. is a huge thing yeah. at an auction to try oh, and yeah. get that and just going. Give them that
2: look, like, come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> want to be it.
0: They got the Tom
2: Day that I worked for. He, his something he always says is just money. You'll make more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then will take it like, with you. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's and that's which we've talked on this show before. I have a bad habit at live auctions of buying things i I don't need or spending too much money but that's where i get in trouble is i never look at the total price yeah when i'm in the competition i'm way too competitive for live auctions it's always just ah, it's only 10 more bucks yeah i'm not looking at that total yeah it sounds good
2: when you're bidding on one item that's cheap but after you've already spent 300 dollars, i know that's the thing he
1: hasn't figured out. <laughs> when you do that, times about seven items. <laughs> no, if
2: you're if you're clerking yourself as you're buying and writing down everything, it might make a difference. But you yeah, got, you ain't got time for that because you know yeah. we're trying to move through
0: no my, items. My clerk is usually over here, yeah. and that's when I'm done. And she looks at me and she says, "You know how much money you spent." <laughs> yeah not sure yeah (laughs) she's like i gotta go settle the bill yeah i'm like oh i'm the one that pays (laughs) it was only 10 more bucks i mean i couldn't i couldn't lose i had to go get a deal i couldn't
1: pass yeah Yeah. well his his issue is the competitive part like he just doesn't want to lose kind of thing it's like Well, it's only 10 up more, dollars, and then I'll win. (laughs) I think that's part of it.
0: Well, it is, because it is a competition for me. I want to win. (laughs) Which
1: I'm sure, as an auctioneer, you're totally good with that, because if you get two people like that, then it can really (laughs) go higher than expected.
2: Yeah, as long as you don't be ghost-bidding or something, you know. Oh, yeah. Taking imaginary bids
0: on somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Another way to get them fired up. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, we're at about 46 minutes in here. You want to play another one?
2: Sure. I, uh, I can do, I had a cover prepared. Have you, have you heard Leroy Van Dyke's song called The Auctioneer?
0: I have, but I'd love to hear you play it.
2: Well, I was going to say I could do that or I could do another original. But
0: Why don't you do that one and then we'll come back and let you finish up with another original. All right,
2: that'll work. See, this one, this was, this song is the actual reason I even got into Auctioneer because my mom said, my papaw used to sing this to them when they were kids in the car, and they just thought it was cool. And I thought, I think I'll try to learn that. And maybe do it for papaw sometime. Well, when I got into doing it, I was like, Hey, I think I could do this. Really? <laughs> I've got this. So then I went to auction school, and that's it. That's that's how it happened. <laughs> that's cool. All, that's awesome. All thanks to Leroy Van Dyke. <laughs> as long as I, my lips are loosened up enough for this, <laughs> we'll see. Oh, good grief you think I'd done this before. <laughs> I tuned it down. I didn't tune it back up. That's all right. That, that's typical live show. Something goes. That that's all right. you didn't plan on. There we go. Hey, well, all right, sir. Over to a little amount of welcome. Here we come a lot of number 29 here. What are you going to give for I got $600 now, $19, now, dollars $29, $29, now, dollars $25, $29, There was a boy in Arkansas who wouldn't listen to his ma when she told him he should go to school. He'd sneak away in the afternoon, take a little walk, then pretty soon you'd find him at the local auction barn. He'd stand and listen carefully, then pretty soon he began to see how the auctioneer could talk so rapidly. He said, oh my, it's do or die, I've got to learn that auction cry, gotta make my mark and be an auctioneer $25 bid and now the $30, $30, would you give me $30, make it $30, bid up and on a $30, would you give me $30, who'd bit bid a $30 bid? $30 bid and now the $35, would you give me I'll make a $35, i making it $35, i you double to $35, who'd bit bid had a $35 bid? As time went on he did his best and all could see he didn't just, he practiced calling bids both night and day. His pap would find him behind the barn just working up and off a storm as he tried to imitate the auctioneer. Then his pap said, son, we just can't stand to have a mediocre man selling things at auction, using our good name i'll send you off to auction school and you'll be nobody's fool you can take your place among the best thirty five dollar bid and now the forty dollar forty would you give me forty make it forty bit of an of forty dollar would you give me 40? Who forty hood that would a forty dollar bid forty dollar bid and now the forty five would you give me forty five i'm making a forty five a bit at a forty five a who would a bid at a forty five dollar bid So from that boy who went to school There grew a man who played it cool And came back home a full-fledged auctioneer And the people came from miles around Just to hear him make that rhythmic sound That filled their hearts with such a happy cheer His fame spread out from shore to shore He had all he could do And, more. had to buy a plane to get around Now he's the tops in all the land Let's pause and give that man a hand He's the best of all the auctioneers. $45 bin, and I'll a $50, $50. Will you give me $50? Make it $50, bit of an honor, $50. Will you give me $50? Who's gonna bid a $50 bid? $50 bin, an hour, $55. Will you give me $55? i will make it a $55, i will bet it a 55 I sold that hog for a $50 bill. Hey well alright, sir, Open the gate little man, and a little and walk and bullets. Here we come a lot of number twenty-nine in. What are you gonna give for? I got a six hundred dollar down, ten and now, twenty double, twenty-two, number twenty now, five, number to twenty-five and 20, 25, number thirty now, fine, number to thirty-five, but it's a thirty-five to 30, 30, forty-now, five.
0: That was awesome.
1: That was really good.
0: That's one you don't hear covered a lot.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: No. you got to have a unique talent to be able, <laughs> be able to go and cover that one. Uh, and I just think that's so cool that, honestly, that's why you went to auctioneer I school. I know. I like yeah. it. <laughs> so, Music. Music again. It's, it's yeah, the there center of everything I do. There you that go. Is, that is amazing. Did you play that in auctioneer school for him?
2: I did. That's did awesome. You <laughs> that yeah, he awesome. said I was the first student to ever do that. <laughs> yeah, sure. I love That's, so that's cool. true. And, you know, we actually did it see where was we at salt creek brewery oh i love that place (laughs) and uh my acoustic player's dad who's been a big supporter of mine through the years he requested that i do that sometime and i did it there and ever since then people have been eating that up they just think it's cool and you know i just let the band play it i don't even play it i just sit there and hold my guitar and you know i act like i'm
0: Calling out bids, taking
2: some bids while we're doing the song. And.
0: Well, again, I think it's it's kind of what we talked about. It's unique. It's something you don't hear covered, and and obviously, yeah. and um, you know, it's something that is just totally unique to what you can do. That's that was pretty awesome. That is you know what's good.
2: different, you know, even Leroy Van Dyke did. He had his own auction chant, and so I had to kind of work in using my own chant to make it work, and that that took a little time. But
1: I wondered, like, if you were incorporated, like your Auctioneer chant, or ta- you know, like the way that you say it,
2: yeah, because it like mimic somebody with an auction chant, yeah. It just, I don't think, I don't even know if you can do it, yeah. Well, and
0: I think even if you tried, it would probably throw you off in your I actual think day would. job, yeah. yeah. Whatever
2: I mean. feels natural, yeah, I agree.
1: Just
0: make it work. That's wow, awesome, that's so cool. <laughs> well, before we uh, we play, have you play one last one, um, I do want to give you a chance to kind of tell people where you're going to be at, what's upcoming, um. Where can people find your information? I know you got a Facebook page, those kind of things. Yeah,
2: we do uh, if you go to Facebook, it's my name, my first name spelled different. It's Justin, but it's J U S T Y N Underwood and the Sodbusters. Uh you can go to that. I've got everything posted except for one I just booked last night, which was another date at the Thirsty Sportsman in October. Cool. But uh, this weekend I'm doing an acoustic show at the Bluebird in Valonia. Uh-huh. And Saturday night We're playing for the first time At Hardy's in Scottsburg Hardy's Cafe oh. They have
0: been really pushing Some uh, some live music on Saturday night Yeah, I've so. seen
2: uh, Ray Bowling With um, the Hickbillies I've seen his post Because he makes ads similar to me And I've seen Hardy's on there a few times So I thought, right. Hey must be a pretty cool place seems like yeah. they've got music in there i think maybe rusty bladen might have been there before yeah okay. some
0: of the i mean some of the bigger name local guys i've seen yeah. playing down there and i i thought we've i've never been down there but that may be a place we I have think to they hit up us,
2: they booked us this saturday and then they booked us once in like december so we got a big gap there but when the time frame that i hit trying to really do this there was a lot of places already booked up and I'm thinking next year, hopefully, we'll be even busier than we have been. We've been fortunate so far. We've had a lot of dates booked.
0: But you're, you're, pre- I mean, you're pretty much somewhere every weekend.
2: Uh, we have been. Now this month we do have. I had this weekend off because of bachelor party, and then this we got to play this weekend. The next weekend we're off because of the wedding, <laughs> and then we're back to playing that next Saturday night, the 27th, at the Seymour VFW, and then I think we're booked every saturday but one the next month very cool so it's it's coming along it just takes time now i got, get your name out
0: i gotta ask this too where did you come up with the sidebusters busters
2: man i looked and looked trying to see something that would spark a name we started it out just the justin underwood band and i thought man that's been used you know this so-and-so's band I think Clayton Anderson used that for a while. It was, yeah, it was the Clayton Anderson band. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one, but that I thought, man, it just don't sound. It doesn't have a ring to it. And I got, I actually got on like a Thesaurus and you know things. I I love the old west. I love old west. Oh yeah. I love going out west. I just got back from a ten day trip. I was gonna say I followed west. you on
0: Facebook and you had yeah. you had a good time, man. You oh, were in man. some great spots. We
2: seen some awesome stuff. So, I wanted something with that, you know, because it's country music. Absolutely. And it's that kind of outlaw type country music. And I just, I looked through a bunch of words that were, you know, centered around the West. And I seen Sodbusters. And I thought, nah, it's all right. And then I'd let it go for a few couple months. And then I came back to it and thought, I think I can make that work. So, we've done it. And it, I kind of like it now.
0: Well, I, I I agree with you. And I, I would be the first to say, I, I do think that you know if it would have just been the justin underwood band i don't know that would have caught my attention as much as when i see justin underwood and the Sidebusters. you know it's it's like cody eichard same way cody eichard and the sidewinders it immediately yeah sidewinder
2: that's a good one too it takes
0: me back to kind of that old school country i mean the you know that front man and the this this group so
2: i think cody jinks had the best name for a band it was the tone deaf hippies (laughs) i thought
0: man that was good but
2: i can't copy it yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs>
0: I love the group Sounds of Summer they were on They were talking a couple of the members that had a high school band It was uh, NACL N-A-C-L And they said they did it because of the periodic table of elements They said, oh, we called gosh. ourselves NACL But we really should have just called ourselves Table Salt It would have been a lot cooler being the band Table Salt than we were NACL So oh I gosh. thought, you guys way overthought that one, man you Yeah, <laughs> you it's, it's amazing what some people come up with <laughs> Oh, absolutely so guys, I just want to say um you know again we're going to let uh, Justin play us one more and play us out of here but if you are um you know again look up where Justin's going to be go support these guys um we definitely um here is uh the the school year winds down. I know one of my plans is to get out and uh, do help do some promotion of some of these live shows for these guys through our channels. But uh, for everybody listening, thanks for tuning in. And uh, Justin, I just want to say before you play us out here that uh, I truly appreciate you taking the time out tonight to come out, man. And uh, uh, you're extremely talented and we'll be, uh, we'll be pushing you and supporting you, man.
2: Hey, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. And appreciate, you know, having me out and, and you, Forrest for recommending me. Absolutely. Yeah. And you
0: are uh this you're was w- fun you're yeah. welcome back anytime and one thing we've talked about and we haven't made it happen yet but i would love to do an episode and get like you and forrest and colt and cody and all of you in here and and really talk some some music and That'd and cool and see what we yeah. could do yeah. and uh uh kind of hang out so so i'm going to turn it over to you brother and you play us out and let us know what you're going to play us
2: uh, this was kind of the first one I really did Since uh, the band's been started But uh, it's just kind of a fun tune I got a lot of cool I don't know, country lead parts in it So this is going to sound pretty dry Compared to the live version gotcha. with the full band But this is called Honky Tonkin' Guitar Man It started way back when I was just a little boy Back before I knew about scales and chords I knew what I wanted to be someday And no matter what I'd find a way To get me a guitar I'd learn to play Well, my dream came true when my birthday rolled around I started right then, trying to make those country sounds I learned songs by Waylon and Hank Pretty soon I became a little guitar man With an old school country twang now I'm in high demand With a six-string in my hands Either by myself Or with a four-piece band I always leave on wanting more It's a lot of fun, that's for sure Yeah, life is good For a honky and guitar man There's a lot of folks I don't know that have heard my name And they come from miles around just to see me play I'm getting girls out or out of my league It's damn sure plain to see they all love a country guitar picker like me Now I'm in high demand With a six-string in my hands Either by myself Or with my four-piece band I always leave a wanting more It's a lot of fun, that's for sure. Yeah, life is good for a honky tonk and guitar man. Yeah, life is good for a honky tonk and guitar man.
0: That was awesome. My favorite line is i'm getting girls that are out of my league if you notice my smirk that is completely
2: false but it is the i don't know the impression you get play guitar you'll get girls i love it i kind of i've always been a fan like jerry reed and you know he was kind of
0: goofy with his music so i thought
2: i'll do one like that i love it
0: again man thank you so much for being on and uh wish you the best of luck we'll be out to see you and uh when we come out we'll push you guys and We'll keep pushing uh, all your posts uh, to all of our fans. So thanks to everybody who listened, um, and and joined us tonight. And uh, you know, huge shout out to you, man.
2: Yeah, thank you, thank you very much for having us. Hope to see you at the show sometime. Yeah.
0: Absolutely.